listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's The Sizzle back in the building. We are hot as ever. Hotter than ever. Yeah. We are so hot. We are in fuego. You know who's in the building. I'm G Sizzle. He's Jay Sizzle. Jay, what's going on with you today? Man, I'm feeling good today, man. Uh, you know, I'm a little less cold. Uh, you know, uh, which is good because them sub zeros was getting the brother down, mm-hmm. you know, especially when we move up at age. And congratulations to you, the birthday fella. You got your birthday hat on, looking very birthday over there. You know, you're finally legal now, 21 years of age, can't be taken advantage of anymore. You know, happy birthday, brother. Well, you know what? All right. The NBA gods also granted me on this birthday day, not just a crown, which is a very nice crown. I, I have to say it's a very nice crown. But they but gave us crown. Thank you. They gave us football, basketball, baseball. They gave us everything in one because we got everything oh. that happens. You got it basketball trades that look like football trades that look like baseball trades. You know why? Because none of it makes sense. You just move money to make money. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know we're going to have baseball this year the way they're going, man. Yeah, I don't know. They are tripping. With baseball. They're tripping. Yeah. Okay, so let's break down some quick moves. I mean, we'll just see what grades you give it. I'll throw it out there and you tell me what you think. Since the deadline was... Okay. Today, let's look at some of the things that went down. Um, Sabonis for Halliburton. So Sabonis goes to Sacramento, Tyrese Halliburton, and list of other things goes to Indiana. How do you rate this trade right now for what you saw? Well, you know, Indiana has pulled the plug <laughs> on this season and maybe for the next five years because they're on a super rebuild project uh, over there. I mean, they ejected everybody. But Tyrese Halliburton is one of these guys who I think is a piece you could build around. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're going to get somebody, then you did. Pacers, uh, though, I think they're going to be irrelevant for a while. Because they just don't, they're, they're starting from scratch, absolutely scratch. So unless you see them doing something like what the Bulls did when they jettisoned everybody, but I don't know if that um, upper management group down there is just as well as getting ready to perform like the Bulls group did. Uh, we'll wait and see on that one. But, you know, Tyree Halliburton, you can build around. Does he make you go, woohoo, yeah, hey? Not necessarily, but, you know, it's, it's okay. So we've got the Clippers and the Trailblazers. They, Kind of exchange pieces. The Clippers received Robert Covington and Norman Powell. The Trailblazers got Eric Bledsoe, Keon Johnson, Justice Winlow, a 2025 second round pick from LA via Detroit. It's a whole lot of something going on, but it sounds like a whole lot of nothing. Jay, what say you to the Clippers having any relevance this season? Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you Clippers ain't going to do nothing with that. It was just, that was just a whole lot of people going a lot of different places. Well, nothing going to happen. I mean, the only really big trades out here is going to make any difference down the line. Uh, like we'll get to it. We'll talk about it later on. I'll wait for you to bring it up. But uh, these, these 
trade around here. Nobody really got the help that they should have got. Um, you're looking at some people uh, throwing some throwing some money around. Uh, the one thing I was really surprised, and correct me if I'm wrong, did the Bulls do anything? No, the Bulls stayed pat. And we talked about that yeah. off camera earlier. I don't know if they had a lot to do. <sighs> it's a sad day for my Bulls, but moving right along. Well, I mean, who, who would it? I mean, there was nobody they could give up, though. I think that, that was the issue. I mean, I'm sure there were people in the pipeline, but who are you going to give up? You're not, you're not giving up Patrick Williams because that's their, you know, that's their love child. That's the, the you know, Superman. They, they sent him from Krypton, Jarrell, and he landed. And, you know, even though he ain't been, I, and I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm missing it. I just don't see all the hoopla with Patrick Williams, and I'm sure people are going to say, "But you know, they say he's a defensive stopper and this that, and another." LeBron said that, and LeBron's been hanging numbers on him for a while. Right. So, um, and then every once in a while, he has an offensive explosion of 20 points. Okay, woo! You know, I I don't I don't know if this is the guy, but um, as for giving up anybody else, who else were they? They had nobody to give up, so. I don't think the Bulls were in a, in a position to do anything else. And I think they're, at the, they're one of the top teams in the East to get everybody back. I think they're just going to run back with what they got. So that's the reason why. I, but I was surprised. I thought that they were going to pull something off. Maybe you would have saw one of the younger players get packaged up and get out of there. And they bring in a big man for this push. But it looks like to me that the Bulls are thinking this is a team who very possibly could be on top of the East for the next three or four years, and we're not giving up any of our young core uh, to make any rash moves in the East right now. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because we are going to talk about the biggest trade. You know, Indiana getting rid of Karis LeVert, sending him to Cleveland. There were smaller moves made all around the league. Even Porzingis was sent from Dallas. And it just, all of these little moves, they were all little ancillary moves, but they don't move the needle as far as where you see. Now, maybe... Again, Karis LeVert, maybe with Cleveland, might have some kind of impact in the playoff race. But the centerpiece trade, the thing that everybody's talking about, is Brooklyn and Philly. And the Brooklyn and Philly trade breaks down like this. Brooklyn receives Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, a 2022 first-round pick unprotected a 2027 first round pick protected Philly gets James Harden and they get Paul Millsap, which was, I thought a target for the bulls if he had been bought out. So in relationship, I thought the bulls were going to be able to get Paul Millsap. He goes to Philly solidifies their front line. Do these two trades Jay between Brooklyn and Philly does that shift the balance of power in the East or are we still where we were or just, again, are we just moving chairs on the deck here? No, Philly's Philly's decidedly better. I mean, you got rid of a, a problem child in Ben Simmons. I mean, does anybody care where Seth Curry plays? I mean, you know, he, you know, he, he's a shooter, but he's not a guy who's just going to ring it up for you on a regular basis. He's not his brother. You know, um, he, you know, he's not a guy. I mean, he's a deep threat, but is, is he moving the needle for you? Mm -hmm. I, you know, I mean, but now you're taking Harden and now you're placing him with Joel Embiid. Mm -hmm. 
It's a one-two. That's a one-two-two-two punch going on right there. And if you get a ticked-off James Harden going at it right now, I would say he drops about 10 or 15 pounds going into the season. Because we saw a little haterade going on. I don't know. Did you watch the uh, the uh, the All-Star picks today? Yeah. Any chance to watch that? <laughs> a lot of yeah. little shots yeah. taken. Durant and uh, lot, and the King took a lot of shots. shots went. Huge shots went. And you saw Kevin Durant uh, – Expression less Kevin Durant. I mm -hmm. uh, say I don't have no ill will, but he would not pick James Harden to be on his team. But we obviously know that you want James Harden on any any of your All Star teams. You want him on there, and so now you look at a situation where you get James Harden it's like, oh, you gonna play me like that? The beard? You gonna get the beard upset? Oh, oh, oh what? All of a sudden, my hamstring feels fantabulous. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm about, I'm about, hey. The 76ers are better now. If you look and see what what did what okay, let, let, let me take a look here, see what happens. So they got rid of Ben Simmons. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which why does anybody think the work over there with the Nets? I mean, you I mean, seriously, here's a guy that, that wouldn't take a layup when he had an open layup. He doesn't want to shoot a jump shot. So he really doesn't want to play basketball, but he's 6'11. And a high uh, a high pick, and so they're still going to pay him. That's what happens when you're six eleven. But this is a guy who I don't think wants any of the smoke. Mm -hmm. um, and so then you send him over there with Steph Curry, Andre Drummond. Now here's the thing about it. I was reading this earlier. Let me make sure I got this right. Right? Okay. So it looks like Harden. They had Harden's for two seasons, right? But mm -hmm. look at the price they paid for Harden. Right. They 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 uh, Jared Allen. Karis LeVert is gone. Mm -hmm. Three first-round picks, 2022, 2024, and 2026, mm -hmm. right? Basically swapped around for Simmons, Curry, and Drummond. And two first. So you lost the pick. So, I mean, look what look what you lost. And I don't believe – and now you got Kyrie Irving. Did he get? Did he take the shot? Did he do that yet? No. Because he can't play only half games now. Right. He still so, can't I mean, play I mean KD got screwed. Yeah, KD got screwed on this. Harden screwed him, and then um, Kyrie Irving screwed him. Screwed him. Screwed him. They had no love. Don't you think KD would have loved to be with the Golden State Warriors right now? We talked about that off you know camera. What I'm yeah. I mean, I don't, I never would have left Golden State. That's just me. I would not have left, but I think he thought he had something. I don't know what he thought he had. I really don't. As you look at it, I don't know now what he had, really. I just thought about that. Wow, the loss of Jared Allen. And he's gone right yeah, now I mean, to seriously. Cleveland and made right. them one of the best defensive teams. I think they're number one in defensive matrix and and um, protecting the paint oh, at the rim. I, that's a lot to lose. That's a, Now, with you putting hey, you it back into perspective, that's a lot. And so now you, you look you look at James Harden going right to the point guard position where he needs to be, right. you know, because he was being overworked with the Nets. He was dribbling the basketball way too much. Mm -hmm. And I think his hamstring was protesting. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be amazed to see how quickly this turnaround comes, um, how quick his hamstring feels better. Um, the 76ers are now decisively better because they have James Harden. Um, Joel Embiid is, is, is ridiculously good.
Um, and now he's going to be even better because you really cannot double down on him now because if you leave Harden alone, he's going to hit you with the one-two step, the boogity mishmoogie out there, and he's going to run to the sidelines while he's holding but they never call travel on him. And he's going to shoot the J like he's uh, – uh, uh, remember the Dave, Dave Chappelle skit, uh, skit with uh, – <laughs> With the with the purple one, yes, <laughs> he's going to call Darling Picky. He's going to call Darling Picky out there, and he's going to let it fly. And uh, you're going to see James <laughs> Harden with a lot of one on ones. So I, I I think I think I think the Sixers are way much better uh, right now. Because think about here's a stat I saw that was amazing. All right. It says Embiid has appeared in 159 regular season games since 2019 and 2020, right? Okay. Kyrie Irving and KD have just tallied 178 games during that period of time combined. So you got two guys out here who can't stay on the floor, and you got Embiid who has gotten better, right? When's the next big injury coming? When's the next big Kyrie injury coming? When's the next big KD injury coming? Because you know it's coming. Because we only have – here's the thing about this crazy about this. We're only at the All-Star game. We're only halfway through. Only halfway through. You know one of them is going down. So I I think – I think the Blinettes, I, I, I think they just traded them by themselves out of an opportunity to win a championship. We saw when that team got together, we thought that that team was unbeatable. The only people who could beat that team was themselves, and we – See, we find that out. Now one piece of the big three is gone, and the other piece can only play half the time. So they're the big one and a half. So let's wrap it up with this. Since <laughs> the big one and a half is there, we talked about the Bulls and where they go. Now they've got a lot of pieces coming back off of injury after probably after the All-Star break, and maybe some not until right before the playoffs. Uh, they've still got some players yeah. out. Yeah. Um, it looks like, and, and that's the weird part, Patrick Williams might be ready after the All-Star break. Might somewhere and, in that window. Exactly. And now you're looking at, this is just like the Bulls getting, um, trading and getting free agents back to their ball club. If you see a Patrick Williams coming in, if you see um, Lonzo coming back, uh, you see uh, the 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 headed headband wearing young young fella. You see him coming back now, that giving you some again. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, that, this is like adding people. Absolutely, you see, like this is like adding people to your roster right now because they've been gone for a while. Look at uh, 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 Rosen playing incredible basketball. He's probably top fifteen in the league right now. Probably top fifteen in the league. So you you got him playing now. Now you're going to get uh uh can't think of the other guard. I'm sorry, I'm driving a blank. Oh, you're talking about last uh, fella. Oh my goodness, how can you forget Zach Levine? Be- because because you forgot it too. It just popped in your head. Don't be looking at me like oh, how you forget? How are you like? <laughs> how you gonna forget, uh, 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 you gonna forget Zach Levine? <laughs> Everybody knows Zach Levine, right? But you got. But you got Zach Levine coming. You got Zach Levine coming back in, into his own. Now you got Zoe coming back. 
you know, and maybe Patrick Williams. That's a lot. That's a lot of minutes coming on the floor. And now you have Io and and the young fellas out here who've been playing big minutes for the Chicago Bulls. Hey, these guys one through nine, one through ten right now are all capable of, of putting in and contributing for a push. The Bulls are going to be tough to beat. There's no doubt about that. The only thing the Bulls don't have is that big man, but maybe they don't need him. Maybe they're just going to run people out to jail. Well, you got Bradley there as your backup, but I, I don't like how everything works with them. But my question always is, when you look at the Bulls, they have not fared well against the top three seeds in the East when they're fully healthy. We saw Brooklyn when it was – its big three unit came in, they were blown out. They you go. saw them they get, they get beat up by Philly at all times. That means Philly has had their number for at least the last two seasons, I know. And now you've got Boston making a resurgence. They're the number one defensive team now coming back from January going forward. May not prove anything right now but could be problematic down the road. So you still got some top teams. I'm not afraid of Atlanta. I'm not afraid of Charlotte. Not afraid of probably anybody outside of Philly, the Brooklyn Nets, and maybe, uh, well, I'm afraid of West teams when it comes to the Bulls. Well, who's not afraid of the West teams? Yeah, when you see yeah, who, who, who's, not, who's not afraid of them? Yeah, who's not afraid of them? I mean, we we don't even count. We're just we're just trying to win the East. If you can win the East, then you can go in there and maybe play bully ball. Maybe you get one of these guys who get you know get dinged up a little bit or something like that. I think that's the only way the East is going to beat the West anyway. And maybe I drink too much Kool Aid. I wasn't I wasn't disheartened by the way the Bulls played against the Bucks. Now, even though the Bucks sent out their their bully boy, they, I mean, I didn't, I never got mad with Grayson Allen because Grayson Allen did what goons are supposed to do. He did a goon move, and he, hey, he took out one of their best defenders and made it a very easy path for them to sit on top of the Eastern Conference. But had they had a little bit more firepower, that Bucks Bulls game was a lot closer than the final score even told you. In fact, if it hadn't been for two turnovers the Bulls probably would have won that game. So with that said. Well, the problem. Go ahead. Yeah. So the problem with that game was, was that just what you said, the Bulls need to be bullies. Mm -hmm. You know, they need to come out and let's fight a little bit. I mean, you, you, you got enough, you got enough angry young people to do it. I think, I think a little bit of too much scoring is being put on DeMar DeRozan right now. Okay. I think uh, somebody else has to pick that up um, because can he can he sustain this um, going in for the rest of the year? We're only half of the year down right now. You know what I'm saying? So can he sustain this this MVP talk of the league right now? Can he sustain this? I don't think he can. So you're going to have to see Zoe. You're going to have to see um, a number of players on the Bulls pick up 10 or 12 points somewhere that DeMar DeRozan is because he's not going to rig up these big numbers. He's not going to keep hitting these game winners day in and day out. It's just he's not that player. I mean, this is the resurgence of him. Um, you know, we when he got here, we didn't think that that this was DeMar DeRozan that we got here. Sure. You know, I mean, people thought he was a good player, but didn't think he was going to be this good. 
Um, nobody did. Anybody said they did it, that they're, they're fibbing because nobody saw that it was going to be the way it's going to be. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen here now. Um, very interested in the East right now because I think the East is gettable for the Bulls. You look at that. Um, what the Bulls? Oh, wait, hold on. What the Bucks do? The Bucks got Ibaka? Yeah, they got Ibaka, the, traded out DiVincenzo to uh, Sacramento. They did a little moving. They got Serge Ibaka. Mm-hmm. I mean, so uh, that gives them another body inside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who they give up? Yeah, Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley's going to Detroit, uh, which Detroit? that should be interesting. And and Detroit keeping and holding on to Jeremy Grant. That should be. In fact, the Bulls were the only team that didn't make a significant move during this free agency period. And so yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. troubling. I I'm really at a loss to see what. You know, they didn't make any moves. And so if you think you're good with, and I mean, again, financially, they don't have a lot of resources. They're kind of capped out. You don't have a lot of draft capital. So hmm. unless you get some people on the buy market, you're not going to, unless Toronto buys out uh, Thaddeus Young, unless you get somebody else, another big who might come in, because I really thought Thaddeus Young would be a good option for them from San Antonio, but during uh, Gordon Dragic is probably going to get bought out and he's probably going to go to Dallas. Uh, Rich had talked yeah. about um, what was going to happen with Dennis Schroeder and, and make sure Dennis Schroeder uh, see if he would be a, a Bulls target. So I don't know where the Bulls go now. If really going nowhere. They go, they don't go nowhere. They don't go nowhere. They do what they're doing right now. Hmm. I, I, dude, this uh, this this Serge Ibaka though, because now you put him in with Bobby Portis and and Giannis, hmm. and now you let Brooke Lopez get some rest. You know, with that with that back being jacked up like it is. Oh, that, that's gonna be a little ugly. You talk about bully your basketball now. Right. They might come out on the court with a baseball bat. You know. <laughs> They might come. They might come out warm up in some leather jackets. You know, talk about we gonna put we gonna put the boot to you. That's right. You know, it's gonna be. That's not gonna be pretty. That's not gonna be pretty. That's not be. That's not good for the East right there, at all. When you got Serge Ibaka up there with them guys right now, Dad Young went to went to Toronto. Oh well. I don't think they're going to hold on. I, I really don't think they're going to hold on to that. I really don't. Uh, don't that would so. be great. I don't see how he has a place in, in Toronto. Like, if you put him there, what are you going to do? Do you really want to – you want to put him there to do what? To offset some of the play? Because they didn't get rid of Boucher. They still are – they're kind of in that weird zone where they're trying to – Develop their young people, and yeah, I don't see, I don't see that young sticking up there. Good player, but I don't see him. Well, you know what? Yeah, but you know they they weren't really using him that much. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So it was like, give up a piece we're not using, maybe we get something back for it. You know what I'm saying? That, that, 
if you got a guy not playing significant minutes for you, mm-hmm. I don't care what his potential level is, you cut him loose if somebody else wants him, you know? So mm-hmm. that, that's what you see a lot of that going on. What else? What else? I'm trying to see if anything else is eye catching down here. Uh, anybody else? No. Yeah. Tyrese Halliburton. No, I mean, you know, yeah, know again, else, else really... the Pacers just had a fire sale. They were pretty much anybody you can want except Malcolm Brogdon, take him with you. Because they, I think yeah. they would have gotten rid of Miles Turner if he were not injured or conveniently injured before the trade deadline. That's yeah. Wow, that sounds. It's just one. Yeah, it's just one of situations. You know, the whole thing about it is, is that you can see some movement, but the thing about it is, the teams that were already mm-hmm. going to be significant players for a championship were already pretty much good to go. Mm-hmm. And so all the movement, all the other movement, a lot of the other movement you see was really just trying to pick up draft picks if they could and trying to move money off the books because that's what these, you know, these mid-level teams have to do uh, to stay viable in the league. You know, and then the more money that keeps getting paid out uh, to, these, to these top stars, these mid-level teams are not going to have the same opportunity to produce ball clubs out here that are going to be um, great unless you're like Milwaukee and you land uh, a Giannis or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you still, 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 still your top tier team. There's going to still be your top tier team. Well, you know, that's funny. You've got Boston, you've got Atlanta. They stayed pat. They needed to be better. They needed to get better to be competitive. Now, maybe, um, maybe Trey Young's dad's right. You know, his son, did pull off the shocker last season and you know maybe they'll do something equally as significant i don't see it i see a lot of bad movement going around in atlanta right now and if i'm correct atlanta's under 500 at this moment so it's gonna be yeah. an uphill climb can, for them can you win a championship with just trey young though you know what i'm saying yeah. I mean, you, you look at, I mean, you know, he, he's curry light, but he's not enough to carry you every night. Right now, I mean, he's putting up numbers, but he's a, vol- a high volume shooter too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, he's going to pound the basketball. He's going to get his shots up. Now, he gonna get, he'll give you 25 or 30, but he might take 30 shots to get it. Right. You know, he's not, he's not Mr. Efficiency. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot to look at, it's a lot to unpack. We know where the Bulls stand now. We know that they'll probably be players in the secondary market with some of these buyouts by the weekend. I think next week we'll have a better gauge as to where the Bulls stand. But for right now, the Bulls seems like they're one of the biggest losers. And between Philly and New York, I mean, however you want to say it, Brooklyn and Philly, I think they both are winners in this last installment of the trade deadline. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I believe as you're saying, I think the 76 ers won that deal. I think you're gonna see a, a, a resurgence of James Harden, who's gonna be a little pissed off now because he was the last pick in the all star game, which we all know he's still uh top five offensive player in the league right now. Um, we're including Steph Curry to John Morantz, we're including, I mean, he's he's top five offensive player in the league right now. And still, and and to be and to be disrespected like that, uh, and even and, and to be disrespected by LeBron, mm-hmm. think about that. LeBron didn't take him either until the last pick, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, but hey, you know, quick thing about man, that's John Moran. What, what, what the heck is going on? Look, we don't have enough time he, he was, to really talk about John Moran. I was gonna bring him up when you were talking about Trey Young, because the question yeah. is, is he really is John Moran going to be? Can he keep this going? That that's the question. Can he do the Trey Young for? Because the Grizzlies were good when he was on the shelf. I think they went on a ten game winning streak or something like that. I. I don't know. John Morant. John Morant is probably one of the best athletes we have seen in the NBA in a long time. And I'm what is his power to weight ratio is ridiculous. I mean, he is super light, but he gets up off the floor higher and faster than anybody. Did you see that? I mean, I mean, I know it's old dudes. We're talking a month out now. But you saw that two-handed block to the top of the square. We haven't seen that in the league. Have you seen anybody get up to the top of the square recently? The, the last guy you person. saw that was with the Pelicans who could jump that high. Well, the funny part, I saw a, a write-up where they compared John Morant, a uh, young John Morant or this new John Morant to a young Derrick Rose. And I said, hmm. And then when you look at the numbers – you say numbers-wise. Now, maybe not the same player-wise, but numbers-wise, John Morant, where he is right now, is this, what, year three or four for him? Somewhere from this around this time, he's putting up some of those Derrick Rose-looking numbers. And you start to think he's a good athlete. He's in that, that Derrick Rose mold of being a great athlete and ball player. So... If I have yeah, to take yeah. John Moran or Trey Young, I'm taking John Moran. I'm taking John Moran. I'm telling you right now, I'm probably taking John Moran in the entire league. Hmm. Only reason why he wouldn't go higher, only reason why he, would he really go higher because of his height. But to tell you right now, I mean, just for I, I probably would take John Moran. I'm trying to think who I would take over John Moran right now. If you're going to start, I mean, do you want to age? Do you want to age KD? Do you want to age LeBron? Uh, I mean, LeBron just with his mind is is uh, and physically. So I mean, you still will probably start with LeBron. But uh, as for a guard, and if he ever develops an outside jumper, if he really develops that eighteen footer, that little stop and pop little thing that he could do because he has it, it's there for him all the time, and he's relentless. John Morant is relentless. I mean, I'm just scared that somebody's going to go up there and take him out one day. Mm -hmm. I mean, as fast as he comes up off the floor and, and he attacks the rim like he attacks the rim. I mean, the way he's flying like that, because I think he's, what, he's like 165 pounds, maybe, maybe 160, and he could jump like that. He's, he's ridiculous. John Morant is probably one of the most explosive players that we've seen in a long time, um, who just, I think he, he plays around with that chip on his shoulder. I wasn't the guy. Y'all passed me by. You didn't, you didn't give me any offers going into college, and now... I'm super bad, and he's gonna ball out. He's gonna act. He's gonna he's gonna be silly in this All Star game. He he's gonna he's gonna poke on somebody. You can rest assured about that. Well, as long as John Morant stays away from Grayson Allen, I guess everything else will work well. But oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, well, man, this is coverage that only you can get here. And remember, leave your comments in the section below. Make sure you tell us what you're thinking. Make sure that you're liking, subscribing, and sharing. And make sure that you're checking us out on our other platforms, TikTok, Instagram, 
Facebook. You can catch us anywhere, even Twitch. We're there for you. We are the sizzle. We are the talk of the 219. We are the hardest talk in the 219. And when we come back, our next episode, we're going to break down the Super Bowl for you. We're going to give you some Super Bowl information that you can take with you as the weekend's game's getting ready to come. And we're going to just get this covered started, baby. So you know who it is. He's Jay Sizzle. I'm G Sizzle. And we will see you, my friend, on the other side. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Iron Skillet Sports. And remember to like, share, and subscribe to Iron Skillet Sports on YouTube at Iron Skillet Sports.